Good morning and welcome to Let's Talk. Thank you for joining us for this half hour. Now, let's talk. And good morning and welcome to Let's Talk. Tracy Morgan in with you. Always nice to have you with uh, with us this time of the day. It's our half hour that we get to talk to great professionals in and around Butler County talking about issues that affect you right here in Butler County. And today is our day with Spencer D. Geibel with Spencer D. Geibel Funeral Home and Cremation Services. And we're going to go over a couple of things with him, of course, with his price listing and his different perspective that he's brought to town. Uh, with the funeral homes and the cremation services and, and the thought process behind that and why we call it a, a new idea. So we'll get into that here in just a moment. But before we do, as always, let me give you the different ways that you can listen because, of course, you have us on the radio. You do have the app that goes on your smartphone. You do have us online at WISR680.com. And then there's Alexa. So if you're talking to Alexa and uh, you say, play WISR 680 AM, then you should be fine. You can listen to us as we're broadcasting all the way up uh, to our half hour point. All right. So we can do that. Oh, and if you have to leave your radio today or Alexa or online stream, whatever you're doing, you can listen to this as the podcast of the day. So if you start listening and hear Spencer say something and you're like, oh, wait, I don't have a pen ready. That's all right. Or you don't have your phone to talk into. I know to take your own notes. Then don't worry about that because you can listen to this as your podcast of the day. And what you can go do is go back onto our website at WISR680.com. You pick programs, let's talk, and then look for Spencer D. Geibel, Funeral Home and Cremation Services. All right, so let's do it. Spencer D. Geibel, how are you? I'm good, dear. How are you? <laughs> good. Always nice to see you in. <laughs> you too. And uh, it, it, we always go through a myriad of topics because it, it's interesting talking to you because you have so many different areas of that you deal with. And, and you're quite busy because you're the one that's that's handling all of this. Yeah, everything, um, everything I do, I try to do myself. Uh, we aim to outsource nothing. I always tell folks that. And they say, you mean you answer all the phone calls? I said, yeah, all phone calls go to my cell phone or one of the cell phones. We don't have an answering service, even with um, death call removals. We don't call an outside party unless we absolutely have to. Every removal is done by me or someone that works there full-time with me. So across the board, we're trying to personalize and keep everything in-house as best as we can. And what's the important aspect behind that for you? I mean, why? Because a lot of people may hear you say you do it all yourself, and they think, don't you ever get a break? But your your industry really doesn't get a break. No, we're not known for breaks. Yeah, you, you don't take much of breaks. a vacation. But, I mean, everybody needs a day off or two. So why is it important that you're taking care of all of this? Where the picture stands right now, I want to be involved with every single action, every single decision. When I meet with a family, I give them my word that X, Y, and Z will be completed. If myself or my main crew, if we do it, I know for an absolute fact it's done the exact way they asked. So not only does it you know, assure folks, make them more comfortable knowing the person they're meeting with is doing all their work, I know it's being done right. I know it's being done on time for them too. We were talking off the air before we started our program here about uh, online reviews because people always go online. I mean, that's what we do. Yeah. You know, any business, we yeah. go online and we're searching on our phones. And if you're going Google, because that's one, of, I think that's the main, I don't have the stats with me, but it's like the main way that people go searching for yeah. uh, reviews. But you're on there and you have quite a few uh, reviews where people are saying you're very professional and he makes us feel like family and I recommend this funeral home mm. and it goes on and on and on. Mm -hmm. And that's always nice for people to be able to give you those reviews. I love reading that. I love saying that. They pop up on my website. They pop up on Google. I've seen them in the paper. It is just so rewarding to hear how folks describe what I've done for them. And I always tell them, 
if you feel that I can help others the way that I've helped you, please offer my name to the next person. That's the whole idea behind this. I'm trying to bring a whole new idea to Butler of old-fashioned principles, mm-hmm. but at a, at, a, um, at a new speed, with a new look, with a new idea. So explain that. I, I mean, your perspective of what you're doing, explain what that means, this new idea. There's actually a lot of faces to it, Trace. Um, one of them is I have been watching how our state and the surrounding states function and where the trends are going. And I've been watching what folks have been asking for. You know, a lot of folks are asking for something in the middle of the road. You know, we are slowly peeling away from the old-fashioned traditional funeral ideas. And some folks are being forced into accepting a level of service they don't really want because of the cost. They're being forced into the simplest, bare bones, direct burial or direct cremation because they can't afford to get back to church or they can't afford the actual service they want or the visitation or viewing they want. So I wanted to design an idea where it gave a lot more folks the opportunity to meet in the middle of the road. You know, one day of viewing fall, like, like last night, we had a service, a massive, beautiful service. And um, it was all one day, two to four six to eight, um, it was all in one day, and the services with music, with a violin player, followed the open casket visitation. So these folks were able to, for one, afford what they wanted, for two, have all their services in one day, for three, you know, be together, be with their family, have a chance to mourn together the reason that, yes, that's why viewings are designed. Viewings are designed so folks can bring their family and friends in and mourn, go through an extremely hard period of their life with support around them. And I felt that um, that Butler deserved this. I felt that there was a, uh, a void here in Butler, and I've seen it happen in other areas, and I wanted to offer these ideas to Butler. So everyone, no matter uh, what your belief systems are, have it, so you have a chance to have a service. I'm glad you mentioned that, that services are are. I don't want to say mostly because I don't want to leave out the person that's deceased that's made their decisions. And Mm -hmm. those decisions are important, and and so I want to respect those. But that services are for people to mourn. So if people are listening to you today, maybe they want to pre-plan, maybe they want to try to figure out what Mm -hmm. to do, and they think, well, I just won't have a service at all. Or maybe they're on the fence about it. You know, do I have a service? Do I not have a service? Uh, You know, it's not, you know, if I'm passed away, what's the difference? You know, I've heard that from people. So what do you tell them? Because this kind of mourning process is important to the living to continue moving on to the next day. It is. It is, Trace. We've had um, open casket visitations or some level of service, some level of gathering for hundreds and hundreds of years. And I tell folks the same thing every time. Funeral service is for the living. We have, that's why we have these buildings. We have these funeral homes so folks have a safe place to go so they can come together with their neighbors, their distant relatives, their immediate family, and their loved one and um, start the process, you know, start a formal mourning process, see their loved one, um, you know, hear a preacher, hear a priest, hear a rabbi, start the process there at the funeral home. And it permits, when you walk into a funeral home and you see the family and you see the loved one and you see the idea, it starts the process. It, it, it permits mourning to um, effectively begin for you. It's crucial. We have these services for a reason, and that's one of the goals here. I want to offer a venue, an area, an idea that's extremely personalized, everything from music to decorations to casket to urn to style of service, entirely personalized, 
at a dramatically lower cost. And I'm going to ask you about the prices here in a second, but I do want to touch on, uh, like, the service last night, what you described. Um, did you tell me Johnny Cash music was involved in a service? Johnny Cash played for the uh, the second two hours last night the okay. entire time, and the Beatles played for the first two hours yesterday. So isn't that intriguing? So I, mm-hmm. want, I want you to be able to mention that, but I also want to make sure that we let people know that if they want traditional you can do traditional, Most definitely. but if they want something that's just unique, mm-hmm. you can accommodate that as well. I often um, take the seat in some families to churches for a formal Roman Catholic Mass, for a Protestant service, but sometimes we have services at a venue or at my funeral home. So literally, when folks come to me and they ask, can we do this? Normally, the answer is yes. We always try. And things like music are so simple, and it's so beneficial. They wanted to hear Johnny Cash last night. Yeah, yeah. You know, their son loved him. Um, some folks, Willie Nelson played all week last week for me during one of my services. It was important to them. Um, I'm trying to make the entire idea more comforting. Uh, the whole way from the price to who's working with them, that I work with them and for them, I don't, I don't speak at them, to how I dress, to how the building is designed, to how the picture is laid out, to how much we stay in touch, to how they write their own notices, the whole picture. I'm trying to make folks and help folks stay involved the whole way through so they are taking some action. So they're actually doing some work, and they realize you know, how beneficial the process can be. It's a very, very small amount, but it helps them. It helps them. The Spencer Geibel with Spencer D. Geibel Funeral Home and Cremation Services, 140 Newcastle Road, of course, in Butler, 724-287-4042 is the number if you want to give a call. Again, Spencer's here right now, so if you want to give him a few minutes. But you do have a a nice co-worker that um, is helping you out as well. he's great. So you um, gave me a price listing, and, and I'm glad that you did. And when I open it, I think, Wow, there's a lot. You know, not mm-hmm. only wow is there a lot to, to cipher through, but there's a lot of options with the prices right here. So yeah. it, it's like a shock that you're giving me the prices right mm-hmm. in front of me, but it just makes you realize there's so much to decide. Yeah, there's a lot. We have um, requirements. We, we, we have to design part of that a certain way. We must state a few things, and we must show everything itemized. We must state everything we offer piecemeal, just one piece at a time. Then we are allowed to design services and package services. And when you design a service, you have the option of making it more reasonable than every action itemized. So I took that to the limit. I designed a handful. There's about six or eight very simple services in there. Full funeral with two hours of viewing, full funeral with four hours of viewing, full cremation with four hours of viewing, full cremation with two hours of viewing. Um, cremation with viewing all in one day, direct burial and direct cremation. And the last one would be um, a cremation followed by a memorial service. So it's very simple. There are not add-ons. The numbers I offer on the billboards, on the radio, in paper, in mailers, across the board, when you see one of my numbers on a billboard, it can literally be that. That's all the funeral home asked for. I did see that the other day. As a matter of fact, I went by one of your billboards mm-hmm. and I saw the prices on there. Yep. And I glanced up and I went, okay, I'll have to ask him about that <laughs> You know, yep. when I knew I'd talk to you again. I am not afraid of advertising. Yeah, I mean, your prices are right there. Yep. So I know people are going to ask you, what's the catch then? And they can't believe it. That's, that's, right, that's right. the best yeah, part. Yeah. They cannot believe that I'm actually issuing prices, for one, because funeral homes aren't used to doing that. And we're not used to seeing that. For two, they can't believe I stick to them. And for three, they can't believe they're about half of the average cost in our area. 
there is a major difference in cost. I would say it this way. When um, another funeral home says four, I say two. It's just about accurate. My numbers are just about half across the board. And it's intriguing in, in how you can do this because, again, when you're saying in a new idea, it is a new idea because for years, and I'm not picking on Butler. I'm, I'm saying no matter where, I've, I've been to other states and you know lived other places as well. And the conversation has always been brought up wow, it's expensive. Yeah. You know, it's expensive to get married. It's expensive to pass away. Yeah. The conversation's been out there for a long mm-hmm. time. And so I'm just, you know, curious on how do you get to do this? Or... And you mentioned earlier the word fair. You mentioned that word earlier. And before I built this, I did a lot of homework, years. Just thought about this, planned this, designed this building for years. If you Google, you will find that the Butler area is one of the, if not the most expensive county in the entire state to pass away in. Numbers in our area are astronomical, and they have been for a lot of years. So that was one of the uh, catalysts to my idea. That was one of the catalysts to this price line, is these numbers don't have to be this high. There is no reason that full funerals are ten, twelve, and $14,000. There's no reason that direct, simple, viewingless cremations are upward of $3,000. So I designed this whole idea of practicality and affordability. And I've mentioned that to you, Tracy, numerous times. I would say those two words. What I offer is practical and it's affordable. You know, I meet with folks all day long. Um, It seems about one to two families per day now I'm meeting with seven days a week for either at-need or pre-need arrangements. And uh, a lot are coming in for questions. I tell folks this, whatever question you have, large, small, it might be, you might think it's an odd question. Call me. Call me on my cell phone. My cell phone number is 412-605-8340. Call and ask the question. Okay, say it again because I didn't get to write it down. Go ahead. 412-605-8340. So when you're talking with people and and you're going through these particular choices, Mm -hmm. how much do you have to say information repeatedly? And I say that because... There is so much to go there through. There is, Trace. There's, there's so it's much It's overwhelming. There. It's basically what I'm getting to is this whole entire conversation with any funeral director is very overwhelming. Yeah. So I keep it simple. I'm always looking for a practical, simple idea. We start with, um, does your family wish to go the cremation route or the burial route? And they'll say, burial. There's half the options gone. Okay. All I right. say, oh, okay. Do you folks want open casket viewing here at my funeral home or at a different location and they'll say the funeral home there goes one more option okay. so now we're down to a couple do you folks want to have the funeral and the viewing in the same day or do you want to come back the next morning for the funeral and they'll say come back the next morning there goes a few more options now for the next morning do you want to have the actual prayer service here or use a church and they'll say a church and there it is and that's the design so then when I take them to a part of the price list and I'll say, so far, what you've described to me matches this package. And I'll say, oh, I see. And this is all it's going to cost? I said, yes. And they'll ask, well, what else is there? Um, how can we change this? Can we personalize this? Does this include a minister? X, Y, and Z, and A, B, and C. And we walk through the whole process. But I ask certain questions to narrow down the options. As I said, there's five or ten packages there. So cremation and burial are the two main disposition options. You know, cremation does not oppose a funeral. Cremation does not oppose open casket visitation. 
Cremation opposes a burial. So it's always one of those two. So you start with one of those two. If they say cremation, I say, okay, do you want to have open casket viewing? And they'll say yes. And I say, do you want to have you know, two viewing sessions or one longer one? They'll say so one So you can have a viewing one. and then still be cremated. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Most of my families are choosing that. Most of my families are choosing having two to four hours of open casket viewing followed by cremation. Now, you've been in this business for quite some time. Since the day I was born. And so the trend that we've come to, I, I'm just curious about, because back in the day, mm-hmm. if I'm dating myself, <laughs> I, it always used to be, you know, you did two days worth of viewing and you always did like the evening and then the two to four, six to eight kind of thing the next day. Then yes. you still had to go through another day of services and yeah. burial. And I'm not saying that's good or bad. I'm just saying that's what I was used to as a kid. Now we've come to this point where it seems like a lot of people, not all, but a lot of people are choosing that one chunk in a day, like two to six, whatever mm-hmm. it would be. I mean, you can correct me mm-hmm. or like the two to four, six to eight in one day whether it's same day mm-hmm. or next day service. But my point is, my question to you is, where have we come to? Why did we get to this point? Is it about money or is it just a trend of, of simplicity? Unfortunately, money is a major factor. And that's really a shame. Unfortunately, I've said it over and over. Folks are being forced into choosing things they don't want because they can't afford what they do want. It's really a shame our numbers have grown to these astronomical heights where folks are being forced into the simplest end-of-life service when they want something. They want a priest involved. They want to get back to church for, for a Protestant service. They want something. So unfortunately, yes, cost is a major, major factor. On top of that, um, we're much more transient. We now live all over the place. So to come back for three days is a lot more, you know, a, a lot more difficult than coming back for one long day. That has simplified the whole process. Plus, I believe our culture is just so busy. We're, we're, we're so busy that it makes more sense. So it becomes practical. So having this short period of time, maybe three or four hours right in a row, becomes practical for a family. They come in. They're able to feel the effect and the benefit of a service and of a viewing. But they're not forced to do it again and again and again and again. We try to have it all, in, in, if they want this, in one, in one uh, long viewing period. And that's tough, yeah, always having to go through the, mm-hmm. the visitation multiple times. And that's just, yeah, just remembering all the times we've had to do that. So it gets very tough. But it's Spencer D. Geibel, Funeral Home and Cremation Services. Spencer, of course, the funeral director and the owner. And you're right down below the police station. We always like to say yep. that building that was there, you've yep. uh, revamped it. Gorgeous building. I've proven you can turn an auto parts store into a funeral home. Right, right, you've done it. and, and It's th- phenomenal. I'm so obsessed with that place. It's so, it's just beautiful. Yeah, it, it just I, I, you know, I, I work all over and I see a lot of funeral homes. And this place is just spectacular. The outside is great. The inside is phenomenal. I was coming down just the hill phenomenal. the other day and, and I was looking at all the doors and I was just trying to figure out, OK, What's so I would go this way and then you'd probably come in this way. Yeah. And then your office is probably over here. And, and people can't grasp how big it is. Yeah, I hear it every day. How did you how is this so big? And I tell folks I've only used. About 55% of the building. It's a massive, massive. It's 100 foot long. Yeah. It's a massive. I have one of the largest viewing rooms in the area. Yeah. It's just massive. Last night we had um, about 105 chairs set up. With room. With With space. tons of room still. We had We had a lectern for the violin player. We had lectern for the preacher it was phenomenal yeah phenomenal the violin service was so beautiful last night with a with a lot of parking too i always have to say that mm-hmm. because i'm a person who just wants space and parking you know yeah. i'm not one who 
likes to, and I don't yep, care where I am. It if it's in the city, I don't care if it's Pittsburgh. I don't care if it's downtown Butler. I just want a parking lot. Yeah, we figure <laughs> it out. Just give me a parking lot. We so, figure it out. Now, we, we were talking about last time, um, your experiences growing up. And yeah. I'm just wondering what, what you would like to share now that you're here. I mean, you, you have a little girl and, yeah. you know, so what do you do? How do you handle that? Oh, she's there as much as I, as much as I can have her there. You know, I always tell folks that she took her first crawl in that building and she took a couple of her first steps in that building. Yesterday she was there while I was working last night from about 8 until 10 p.m. with me. And, you know, perfectly in my way the whole time, messing the whole place up. Yeah. But I really hope, I've said this for months, I hope one day she can say, I was raised in Dad's funeral home. Mm-hmm. I have memories of where I was raised and um, a lot of them came from my family's business. And um, I really hope my little girl can say the same thing. Yeah. So when you were growing up, did those did those conversations just happen with you with what was happening, or did you ask the questions like, "What is this? What is that? How are you doing this?" Or was it just a part of the conversation as you were growing up? Yeah, I don't think I asked too much. I knew from one of my first thoughts, this is what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I'm built for it. I love my field. I don't have to go to work. I love what I do. I absolutely love it. Um, I believe I have most or all the character traits someone must have for this field. And when I was a kid, I just watched it happen. I don't remember asking too many questions. But I do remember a few things from um, from the building. And um, the memories just stick with me. Mm-hmm, sure. And I really hope my little girl has the same things happen That's to her. what I was wondering. How are you going I to carry really that on? I really hope. In, in, because now it's your turn, Dad. And, there, there's, <laughs> and, there, and there's one for my granddad. And my granddad um, passed away when I was younger. But he always has been kind of a titan to me, mm-hmm. you know, a really influential person in our area. And I hope, I believe I do, and I hope I am the most like him out of all of my family. Um, very easy man to respect. He helped a lot of people, and he, he did it while he helped his family. Yeah. And um, I have a memory of him putting me on a creeper and giving me a broom handle and sticking me under the vehicles in the garage. And I'll never forget that. I remember the light hitting me and going under the under a vehicle, and Granddad would pull me back, and I'd see the light again. Huh. And that's one thing I'd love to replicate with my little girl. Right. Is, you right. know, stick her on an on a auto creeper and push her around the garage, you know. It's just um, it's just a, an amazing opportunity. I'm, I'm so fortunate to have built this. I'm so fortunate that this is where my life is right now. I, I'm just so in love with what I do. Every family I meet, something sticks out and becomes new and important to me. And it's just, Trace, it's just like the greatest honor to come back to Butler and offer this to, to the folks that raised me. And and I love the fact that you were born and raised here and, mm-hmm. and you've had other experiences and mm-hmm. you've come back. And I love how you tell the story of, of your youth because it leads you to where you are today mm-hmm. in knowing the pitfalls of what families can avoid mm-hmm. and where you can help them the most, the importance of being in contact with them. I mean, that has all developed over time. Yeah, this wouldn't have worked if I was 10 years younger. It wouldn't have worked. Uh, I had to go through certain things in my life. I had to see certain things in my life. And it all kind of um, built up and built up and it culminated into this event. Mm-hmm. And this event was me having the drive and the wherewithal and, and the, the knowledge and this simple desire to offer this to Butler. And um, I use words like honor and privilege. It really is. Like, my life is really good today, and I work really hard to keep it that way. And part of that action is how I treat these folks. 
and to offer something new to Butler. So if somebody is listening to you and they've seen the billboards and they see your building and they think, I know I should be having this conversation, I just don't feel like having mm-hmm. it right now, and they haven't planned anything, mm-hmm. what would you tell them? What is the benefit of pre-planning and coming to talk to you early? Um, it dramatically relieves the family. I hear almost every single time, thank God mom had this plan for us. Thank God dad had this plan for us. It simplifies everything. All of their wishes are on paper. A lot of time they're also pre-funded and they're paid for already. And it simplifies so much, so many decisions. And it relieves so much stress. I hear it all the time, Tracy. Folks are always relieved when mom or dad or brother or sister or someone else pre-planned. And we go back to the grieving process that we talked about almost a half hour ago, mm-hmm. where it, you know the, the grieving process, of course, still for those that are living, but doesn't it help the grieving process when these decisions have already been made? Most they can focus more on themselves. They can focus more on those that are still here. It, Tracy, there's endless, endless benefits, and to keep it simple, I know no one wants to sit in a chair across from me. I understand that. No one wants to be in a funeral home. I understand that. Even though it is the number one guarantee we have in this life, no one wants to talk about it. I understand that too. So to keep it simple, I tell folks to call and ask questions. You never have to come meet with me. Let me at least educate you. Call and ask a simple question. Call the main line. Call my cell phone. Send me an email. Go onto my website. My website is spencerdgeibel.com. On there, there's a link to send me an email. You can send me a very simple request or statement or question through my website, and I can get back to you anonymously. Just please call and ask questions. I know no one wants to sit down and make arrangements. I tell folks this too. Prearranging is not planning your passing. It is protecting your kids. It's just that simple. It's not planning your passing. It is protecting your family. And I tell folks, and I understand that there's fear and there's concern and there's confusion and there's and there's ignorance to how this works. At least call and ask a question. Just break the ice somehow. Yeah. If they are listening today and they think, well, it'd be nice to talk to you, but I'm already with another funeral mm-hmm. home, whether that's in the area or not, because yeah. you're independent of any other funeral home here in Butler County, but there are plenty of people who have moved in or out or even just a county over, and mm-hmm. they say, well, I'm with another funeral home. Yes. So what can they do to possibly talk to you and, and transfer that? Same idea. Um, start with the phone call. Uh, reach out to me. We can sit down for a few moments, see what you had planned somewhere else, see what you've already paid for, where that money was invested, because it's not held by a funeral. That money is always invested into an insurance policy or a trust or some sort of account, so they're always transferable. Only the funeral home that actually does the work can ever you know, ask for those funds. Even if you prepaid a funeral home 10 or 20 years ago, you can still call someone like me. I can look over your paperwork see what you had designed, and offer you the same idea with my you know, much lower numbers, with a, with a much lower cost. So if it's pre-planned somewhere, if it's pre-paid somewhere, even in a different state or country, we can figure it out. Uh, and I do, Tracy. I keep this as simple as possible. Just call. We'll figure it out somehow. Absolutely. I so, the same thing. And I know we're running out of time. We only have a minute or two left with you. So basically what could possibly happen is if you've already pre-paid somewhere else, you, owe, you offer lower... Um, lower costs, mm-hmm. although the same services, mm-hmm. they could end up having money coming back to them. Yeah, money can go back to the family or to the estate. Happens all the time. Hmm. Happens all the time. People are not locked into a funeral home they've already met with, ever. 
Spencer D. Geibel with Spencer D. Geibel Funeral Home and Cremation Services. Funeral director and owner, Spencer Geibel is with us, 140 mm-hmm. Newcastle Road in Butler. The one phone number, I know he has a couple that you could call. Let me just give you this one, uh, 724-287-4042. So 287-4042. In the last minute, final thoughts that you want to leave us Once with again, today? Always a pleasure talk, you know, speaking with you, and it's an honor to, uh, to work for Butler. I'm glad you're here. Thanks, Spencer. Thank you so much. All right, folks, thank you very much for joining us for this segment of Let's Talk. If you would like to listen to this program again, you can. If you didn't have the chance to write notes or be able to get it all in, I I understand you're busy. So what you can do is at your leisure, go to WISR680.com. And then you pick programs, you pick Let's Talk, and then look for Spencer D. Geibel Funeral Home and Cremation Services. I'm Tracy Morgan with Let's Talk. The information and opinions shared on this program are solely those of our guests and do not necessarily represent those of WISR, the Butler County Radio Network, or its staff and employees.